Mysore Chakras, episode 144. What is the definition of madness? Madness is when you do something over and over and over again and then expect a different result. The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, my action-taking family? AJ here, and we are back once again to your oasis for ancient knowledge, your hub for actionable insights, and your source for information that will quench your thirst for a transformation. This is a show where we not only talk about ideas and concepts, but we also provide you actionable steps that you can take today to embark on a human revolution. In today's episode, we're going to chat with Helen Liu and learn about her experiences with reflexology. But before that, let me ask you this one quick question. What is the meaning of Namaste? I repeat, what is the meaning of Namaste? If you know the answer, post your response on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram using the hashtag My7Chakras so that I can read your message and get inspired. And with that, we are now ready to bring you our featured guest for today, Helen Liu. So Helen, are you ready to inspire? I am ready to inspire, to rock and roll and to motivate you. Awesome. So Helen Chin Lu is a certified energy medicine practitioner and certified reflexologist. He specializes in helping clients to find relief from chronic digestive problems, chronic pain and balance hormones naturally with reflexology and chakra balancing. She's the owner and founder of The Healing Place in Medfield, Massachusetts. And today she's celebrating her 10th anniversary. So Helen, congrats and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, AJ. I, I've been looking forward forward to doing this show with you and again to inspire people to educate to motivate people that they have the power within to help themselves to heal that sounds beautiful now like we always do let's begin today's show with a note of inspiration so what is your favorite inspirational quote and also tell me how does this quote play out in your life one of my favorite someone mentioned this and i forget who quoted this but this is something i did not make up mm-hmm. but one of the things i love to, to express to clients and people who want to break their let's say their pain cycle my expression is what is the definition of madness madness is when you do something over and over and over again and then expect a different result so how i use this inspiration as i teach people that they all have the ability to self-heal but what are they willing to do to take that first step So it could be something that's proactive with the health, the habits, or different ways of eating food, or even include um, movement in their lives. Wonderful. I love this quote. 
what is the definition of madness madness is when you do something over and over and over again expecting different results mm-hmm. i think this really symbolizes our mission action drive if something isn't working for you change your action change your mind exactly. change your body move some more read a book reach out to somebody but just take action because if that thing is not working for you then you need to change your approach and with that helen let's dive in for somebody who is completely new to the world of reflexology what exactly is reflexology well the easiest terminology i could think of is i call it rebooting your body mm-hmm. and how does one do that well at the bottom of your feet your hands let's and your ears we have approximately 50,000 nerve endings and every single nerve endings is attached to a tissue or organ or a cell so as the reflexologist is present on strategic points in all of those places on the feet hands and ears millions of messages are going from the one end to the nerve endings up to the brain and the brain starts to recognize where all the energy imbalances are and start to send messages to calm the organs to relax it and to encourage healing mm-hmm. and it is such a most relaxing and profound way and easy so easy healing that could be done and all it takes is just a you know not that particularly much effort but the body starts to remember what it could do on its own before medication mm-hmm. or or things that people do to try to find ways to heal I love your explanation you spoke about the multiple pressure points or strategic points when upon pressing a signal is sent to the brain the brain gets to know uh, which area mm-hmm. needs a little bit of relaxation and that's how it works obviously this is an oversimplification of what I, of what I just said but I'm sure it's much more complex and integrated now diving a bit deeper how many types of reflexology are there i think foot reflexology is one of the most popular ones uh, that i've seen but in total how many others oh my god <laughs> there are besides i do do the hands and the ears there's also face reflexology there's even body reflexology and all of this takes you know hours and hours of training because it's not just understanding um reflex points sure. but also the anatomy the physiology because one thing about what reflexology does it addresses every single body system and what you have uh we have 10 major body systems let's see how many of these i could read off so you know your circulation your lymphatic your reproduction your cardio and so that's just a few but no body system can work independently so if sure. one fails unfortunately it becomes a, a domino effect and the body starts to forget don't know or they, it overcompensates because something isn't working so the body goes into overdrive got it so you spoke about and i think that's really important that it's not just about the pressure points or these strategic points but it's also about learning the anatomy of the body and the physiology you spoke about the 10 body systems some of which are the circulation the cardio the reproduction and what i really liked about what you said was these body systems they don't work in silo they don't work separately no. they don't work independently they work 
holistically together. So if one system is not working, it might have an effect on the other system. And it's up to the expert or the reflexologist to sort of ascertain or determine what is the root cause of the symptoms that a person is facing. Now, I've come across these complex drawings or diagrams on the feet, on an image of a feet. What does that chart really represent? Well, you know, it's really the, all of those maps will show you precisely where the organs and glands and everything are located. Uh It's not exactly on everybody because obviously if you have a size 15 feet like some guys do and then if you have an itty bitty size 6 feet on a woman, so you're going to imagine your uh, organs and glands are not exactly in the same spot. Mm -hmm. So people always ask me, yes, I'm working on their feet. How do you know this is you know, this hurts and that hurts because a lot of times what I do is I ask them questions. Have you had issue with blah, blah, blah? And I always know when somebody um, eats a little bit too much sugar mm. or they're off the diet because also I can feel their pancreas is off. So I always tell them, hey, I'm just a messenger. The feet do not lie. <laughs> you could lie to me, but lie to yourself, but unfortunately, the feet never lies. And one of the things that I'm really blessed, in, along with hearing and feeling where all the energy uh, deficiencies are, but I am able to feel the energy of all the organs, and I might ask questions that not necessarily pertain to their health, but what is going on with them in this life, because unfortunately, stress is a huge uh, culprit to health issues. That's true. That's true. So you sort of outlined your process. You asked them questions, but at the same time, I'm imagining you sort of feeling the feet and getting to know the energy of the organs. Mm -hmm. And it's like a combination where you see certain things and notice maybe that person is off a diet. Maybe the person is, you know, eating too much sugar over the last couple of weeks. And that's really interesting. Now, let's move uh, on to some of the benefits of reflexology. We've learned about these intricate maps. We've learned about the different body systems that reflexology addresses. But what are some of the benefits? I'm sure a lot of our listeners are really waiting to hear about this. Well, you know, one of the best things, even for me, occasionally I get a reflexology session from somebody else. <laughs> yeah. People say, well, don't you do it on yourself? And I said, well, the outcome is not the same as somebody else doing it on me. But mm. I just find it so incredibly relaxing. I am a very high functioning, high energy person, but and I would like to relax a bit sometimes. So, but the, uh, what I do know is about everyone who comes and participate, they find it, number one, they feel really peaceful. They find that they're relaxing. They find that they, um, they're able to eliminate better. The pain diminishes. They're able to sleep better. They just overall just feel this incredible wellness. And you know what makes it so cool is it's so few sessions to remind the body what it needs to do. Usually, more times than not, I would say um, back when I had to do my clinical sessions 11 years ago, I had to recruit 10 people willing to commit to once a week for 10 weeks. And the thesis that I wrote on was, can reflexology help to diminish or eliminate 
medication intake. So my focus group at the time was to find people with the most severe pain. So they were either people with various forms of arthritis, mostly rheumatoid arthritis, because unfortunately they're on the most medication. So I found nobody, absolutely nobody, no matter how severe pain they were in, needed once a week for 10 weeks. I found incredible results and quieting down the body in four sessions. And four sessions, what I do notice for those people who are really into this, we start to space out the session to the point where they are on maintenance. Maintenance could be every six to eight weeks. I see some people quarterly because they don't need any more than that. So it all depends on their body and what they need. The body will also remember, oh my gosh, I could do this on my own. I remember Mm -hmm. what to do on my own. So that's what makes it so incredible about reflexology. Got it. So you spoke about the fact that it is incredibly relaxing and peaceful. And that's something I think a person would feel immediately after the treatment or the session, that intense level of relaxation. And I've heard that people just fall asleep maybe during or even after the session. And you spoke about the fact that they get better sleep, which I'm sure a lot of people are looking for. Many of our listeners, you know, sometimes stick pills, you know, and they want to get off those pills. They want to get natural, quality, wonderful, relaxing sleep. And you said that uh, this is one of the the benefits and you also spoke about the fact that a reflexology is able to in certain cases reduce the pain that people are facing which i think is a huge benefit you spoke about the fact that you worked with someone who has rheumatoid arthritis and we've had one guest on our show so far who spoke about her experiences with overcoming rheumatoid arthritis so i know that it is really painful and you don't know you can't really predict when that pain that intense shot of pain might occur so yeah. thanks a lot for sharing and those flare-ups are, are absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially if you end up taking pain relief medicine that someone, uh, a cancer patient would take to relieve yeah. the pain. And I just feel so bad for those people. Mm-hmm. Now, before moving on, uh, Helen, is there a difference between acupressure and reflexology? Well, you know, it's funny. I've also took a class on acupressure, okay. reflexology. And at part of the reflexology will include meridian points. So, you know, sure. all the major energy points on the in the body plus uh, acupressure. So I incorporate all of those techniques. I'm one of those people that are, I'm really blessed. I could feel where there's energy deficits in the body. And along with my reflexology and being an energy medicine practitioner, I understand and I teach my clients how their energy flows. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't understand your body's energy, no matter what I do, it's not necessarily going to make a difference if you don't understand who you are. So I have a tremendous uh, education component to what I do when I work with clients. Because as I mentioned to you earlier in our conversation, reflexology is just one tool in your, I call it your health with your wellness bag. So you still need to understand, you've got to follow a, a good diet, you've got to find rest, you've got to manage your stress, and you've got to do some uh, me time. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do to look at yourself? So reflexology can help support all of that, but it's unfortunately, is not an end-all if you end up abusing yourself 
on the other end got it so if you get many reflexology treatments but if your food is really bad you eating junk food you're eating food late at night uh, and sometimes you skip a lot of meals then you won't see any real results right and now on that you'll be in front of me and my glasses will drop down to the end of my nose and I will look at you and say ah why are you doing this because you know it yeah you got it yeah <laughs> well, the thing is I want to help you sure. but, and I don't want you to waste your resources and waste your time coming to me if you're going to abuse yourself on the other end this is mm-hmm. it has to be a complete package you know as we were talking about if That's the definition of madness. Mhm. When you can't break your own habits and you're not willing to do anything more about it, you know how do you heal? Mhm. So let's say someone listening to this episode wants to learn reflexology and also heal others. How does one get started with reflexology? You mean taking classes or going to see a reflexologist? I mean taking classes from the perspective of maybe someday teaching reflexology to other people and also doing sessions. All right. Well, the reflexology in the USA because reflexology cl- schools are different all around the planet, but in sure. the USA, it is the foot reflexology program is a 300-hour program that comprises of classroom practice, clinical work, and in my school I had to write a thesis. So and right now depending on which state you live it may require a license uh and some have to also be a massage therapist so every single state and even from town to town have their own licensing requirement sure from a um let's say if you decide to go see a, a reflexologist many since there's so many people don't know what reflexology is they True. think it's a foot massage mm-hmm. and I this is not to be negative in those companies that are trying to make a living but if you go to somebody let's say that charges very very little money chances are very good they are not a certified reflexologist so the first question i always ask is how many hours are is your training do you have a specialty and i would interview the person like as are you interviewing for a job you know if i have let's say rheumatoid arthritis what is your protocol what would you do how many sessions does it take before i see relief what do i need to do to support the healing i'm basically i'm very picky about these things so that's the reason why again i have a huge education component i give and i teach the way i want to learn because i ask a lot of questions and mm-hmm. but i'm very curious too so because i want to make this count for you so i really want you to be proactive also so let's go back in time now i've read that you got your reflexology training in 2005 mm-hmm. but how did you first hear about reflexology this journey has been absolutely incredible uh if you told me before uh 2005 i was going to go into the alternative healing field mm-hmm. i would have told you were nuts and i would say i it was something not even on my radar okay. so how i ended up in the field was um my son was sick he started to have a health issue starting at the age of 9 and went from physical to emotional issue And at the time back then uh 15 years ago all they could do was medication mm-hmm. different medication experimental medication this and this and this and 
you know, unfortunately, medication can make you feel worse before you get better, or you may never even get better. So I started talking to friends. I did a lot of praying back then. I, I'm one of those people, I believe in God, and, and I truly believe that he directed me and attracted all the people in my life to come to help my son. And it started off with Reiki and learning how to do Reiki and to help him to calm his body. And the person who told me about the Reiki told me about the reflexology. Uh, my Reiki teacher ended up opening a energy medicine school. So it was all within a short amount of time, within a three-year period. And my kids were young back then, plus I was working a full-time job. Uh, I was an office manager for a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. And so the calling was calling me. And I answered the call and primarily was to help my son. So now 15 years later, my son is, um, he's having a lot of good days. He still has off days. But back then when the doctors was telling me, your son, chances are very good. He will be never be a fully functioning person emotionally. The physical aspect we were able to correct. And you know what? I didn't believe any of them. I wasn't going to let him strip away my healing powers. And I think about it today. If I believe what he told me, where would I be today? And where would my son be today? And, he, and I'm, I'm just amazed. I had the courage to say, no, I, I don't believe you. And I, this is what I'm going to do instead. And I did. Mm-hmm. And I have helped so many people through this process. You know, they're very thankful. And even though they thank me, I said, you know what? As I mentioned, I'm just a button pusher. I push all the right buttons. I reactivate your body. Your brain start is now working with you and not against you. Well, thanks a lot for sharing those priceless nuggets of wisdom and those stories. Based on what we've learned today, is there a simple yet effective reflexology health tip that you'd like to share with our listeners today? You know what, AJ? I have a YouTube channel, The Healing Place okay. Medfield. Healing yeah. Place Medfield. I have more than 90 self-help, self-care videos. They're all short, little either hand or foot reflexology tips. I do some inspiration tips, and I also do meditation to help you, the person, to break out of certain health issues. I have so many tips, it just pours out of me. So if you want to go visit, again, it's YouTube, The Healing Place Medfield, and you'll see, and there will be. Got it. So we'll have that link up in the show notes. Action Tribe, to access the show notes for today's episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 144. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 144. The greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Mm. This is one of my favorite quotes by Nelson Mandela. Action Tribe, let's go back to a time when you were a kid. Think about the number of times you would fall down, maybe get bruised, scrape your legs, or get a minor wound while playing. And every time you would get hurt, you would cry at first, but very quickly get distracted by something else Mm -hmm. and start playing once again. My mission is to enable you to tap into your inner child once again and relearn the concept of play. Because once we remember our inner child and our need to play and learn, we won't fear falling down. Instead, we will rise 
every time mm. we fall so helen talk to us about a major challenge that you've experienced in your life and also tell us how did you initially encounter it and then how did you overcome it oh my gosh i just love what you just said you know i was just even explaining to a friend last night uh in fact when on my anniversary on the 10th day that i left yesterday i had lunch with my office mate that i used to work with and i sat at across from her and I started to tell her how scared I was 10 years ago. You know, if the book that I would like to write one day, it's called The Day I Accepted the Assignment. Mm -hmm. So, what that means is when God said, "Helen, I really want you to go out and teach people how to self-heal, that they have the ability, they, you just have forgotten how to do this." And I remember the first two years of my business, I was so scared, hun. I would have mm. a meltdown every single day. And I was telling her how I opened my business during the recession. And at the time, nobody, absolutely no one knew what reflexology and energy medicine was. So when I encountered and did my little marketing pitch with everybody that I met, the only questions they used to ask me was, what is it? Does insurance and nobody absolutely nobody asked me how will this benefit me so i by the grace of god i got instead of in the first two years i had a meltdown every single day and thinking to myself how am i going to do this how am i going to do this how am i going to get the word out educate people so i ended up starting to teach as i'm listening to god and he's telling me what to do he told me that i would start teaching and i have never taught before And then he says you're going to start to write and you're going to research and share your knowledge. So after this I think the third year the meltdowns came every every other day. Fourth mm -hmm. year meltdown once a week. Fifth year mm -hmm. was every other week. Then it became monthly, quarterly, and then last year I only had a meltdown once that whole the whole year and I'm like, "Yes!" And this year I haven't had a meltdown at all. So <laughs> I have arrived. <laughs> Great. That's really inspiring. So how what you know what blind faith hun that's what got me from here to there and my husband wouldn't let me quit. I wanted to quit at least 5 to 6 times. My husband wouldn't let me quit. He says you're going to see this through. I just don't want you to be at the end of your life saying I wish I did. What if I stuck with it? And he was so right. He just encouraged me. You know, he's my best friend and he's helped me so much on this journey. So looking back now, in just one sentence, what is that one major life lesson that you would like to share with our listeners today? Don't believe yourself. And what does that mean? Don't believe in your limited beliefs. You have no idea what you're capable of until you're challenged. And I remember when God said to me, "Helen, are you ready?" And I'm going, "Oh no, he's he's challenging me." And I said, "Am I ready for what?" He says, "Are you ready to be seen?" And I said, "Oh my gosh, are you ready to be heard?" And I said, "Yes." He says, "I am going to help you fill auditoriums full of people." And when this happened for the first time 3 years ago, I almost passed out. I I gave my first talk on um how to alleviate stomach uh discomfort through energy medicine and the woman I mean my talk was scheduled get this honey Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and I'm going who the heck is going to get up and come listen to a show <laughs> at 10 a.m. in person so I asked the woman 
how many packets? Because I'm like you, I, I like to prepare materials and pass out in case people, you know, want to uh, refresh their memory. Mm. And I, she says, well, I've seen as little as eight people and I I've seen as many as 25. And I said, okay, that's fair. So I go home. I prepare 35 packets. I come into and I'm here I am pumped, ready to talk to 25 people. There was 100 people in the room and there was standing room. <laughs> and I'm trying hard not to hyperventilate and pass out. So mm. I said, you know what? I'm going to start off with a joke. So I tapped on the <laughs> microphone, tap, 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 and every, got everyone's attention. I said, hey, you see that short Asian woman in front of the room? That's me. I'm the one that's going to give this presentation. And everyone laughed, and I knew I was in. And from there, mm. the presentation went so well. And all I said was, thank you, God, afterwards. So, Helen, thank you so much for sharing this story with us. Let me just try to rephrase what you just shared. Ten years ago, you were very scared the day you accepted the assignment. The first two years, a lot of fear, especially because it was the recession. Also, the fact that people didn't really know about reflexology and these other sort of alternative methods to healing. You had to do a lot of handholding. You had to do a lot of education, a lot of marketing to firstly get people to know about what you had to offer. And you decided to take action. You decided to take heed to the message that you've been given. You started researching, you started teaching, you started reading, and you took loads and loads of action. So that's really inspiring. And slowly, as you took action, you noticed results and you noticed within yourself, the meltdowns gradually reducing. And in the process, you went beyond quitting. And I think a, a large part of it was due to your husband encouraging you to take one step at a time. So action takers, my question to you is, are you ready to be seen? Are you ready to be heard as well? I hope that the insights and stories that we've shared on the show so far have impacted your life in some way or another. The next step for you now is to assess how you're going to make use of this experience and what action are you going to take today. Take small action on a consistent basis, but dream big. Dream so big that it might seem impossible to get there because only when you are forced to stretch do you grow, learn and involve just as we're learning today and as michelangelo once said the greatest danger for most of us is not that we aim too high and we miss but that we aim too low and we reach it mm. so think about this quote and helen as on today what is your life's calling my life's calling is to educate people and how i am going to do this is i'm going to do it i'm in fact i am developing a, a lot of online classes and also uh live facebook chats and I want to educate people that everyone has this ability. And in fact, everything on my website, www.healinplacemedfield, is all about education. In fact, I have written this incredible 14-page book to give as a gift called Proven Alternative Ways to Heal Chronic Digestive Problems. What your doctors doesn't know can keep you from healing. I want to give this as a gift to everybody who comes to my website and sign up. And in this book, it talks about how you can heal your gut, plus this reflexology tips. It talks about the energy profile of somebody that has digestive issues and start and how to break the cycle. So that's my passion is to help you to have the best life that you can have. And from all the wondrous experiences you've had so far, what is it one defining moment that really changed your life? I am much bigger than I even know that I am. And how do I know this? Um, I get validation every single day when I see people smile and they tell me that they feel well. And all because they 
don't, they are not a victim of their illness. And that's what, how I do. This is what I do every single day. And I am so totally blessed. That's wonderful. And with that, we have arrived at the very last round for today, the wisdom round. The purpose of this rapid fire round is to take note and to take action. So let's begin. What is the best advice that someone's ever given you, Helen? When I was in energy medicine school and I was expressing to my buddy, my classmate, how scared I was to take this step. Mm -hmm. Energy medicine started at the same time I started a business. I was telling her how fearful I was. And she looked at me in my eyes and she says, Helen, regardless how scared you are, I know you are going to do this. And I looked at her and said, you know what? I think you're right. And those words have carried me for 10 whole years. Beautiful. Name a personal habit that keeps you going. My personal habit is I don't believe the little goblins in my head. So when it starts to tell me why it can't be done, I don't believe her. That's my personal habit. So Helen, do you have a morning routine? My morning routine is I walk my dogs. This is my meditation. Mm -hmm. I walk my puppies in the morning and I connect to God. We have a meeting during my walk. And I said, I thank him so much for what I I'm very grateful. And what would you like me to do for you today? And then once in a while, he tells me, mostly he just tells me to be happy and just be joyful. I went, wow, that's a good one. Just be joyful. So name a book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today. Oh, the best one is The Five Agreements. It is, uh, of course, you would think I remember his last name. Uh, The Five Agreements. Do not judge. Do not gossip. Do the best you can. Use your words impeccably and diffuse doubt. It's the, you would think is it is the most easy words to live by, but it is also the hardest because when doubt comes in, overrides self-doubt and judgment. So I go back to those words quite frequently in my head. When I start to judge myself, I say, stop. And who are you judging yourself against? And for what? Stop. Action Tribe, to access the show notes for today's episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 144. It's my7chakras.com. That's our website forward slash 144 in digits, not word. So Helen, thank you for inspiring Action Tribe today. Before you go, tell us one thing that you are grateful for this morning and tell us the best way we can find you. I am so grateful to be, to talk to you and talk to your listeners and just be. And to connect with me, website is uh, healingplacemedfield.com. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I'm looking forward to connecting with you if you should reach out to me. Awesome. And I thank you so much, hon. This has been a fabulous talk. Silent, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about the ancient practice of reflexology and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you. Seven chakras. Go to my S E V E N chakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.